Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. We interrupt this program to waste some of your valuable time. Coming to you live from our bedroom studio in the Pacific Northwest, it's TGIF Radio. This show is brought to you by the internet, electricity, and mind power. And now, with no agenda in mind, here's TGIF Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to the highlight of your week. It is Friday, this is TGIF Radio, so goodbye to the work week and hello to the weekend. It was just, the whole week was just one long weekend. Sorry to rub it in your face, but... No, it really wasn't. I need <laughs> didn't to... didn't feel like it. Because you were, you were stuck in good old woodlands. Yeah. Where, where the meth is crystal clear and the tweakers are aplenty. Uh, That's you, long view more than anything else, but... Well, we got we our get some of the spillover. Yeah. I mean, we do share a court system with true. that city, so... Depending on where you get arrested in... Yeah, it's it's all a bunch of weird we're a border muddling. town. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the outlaws technically, right? Like yeah, we're the, we are a border town. We're the hill people that we export all our criminals out of to an entirely different town because we can't afford our own courthouse yet. We can't afford to build a high school right next to a Taco Bell and a Walmart. It's a very strange world that we live in, and we can waste tons of money on building a needless roundabout. Oh my god! Starting construction a week before the Fourth of July. I drove through that. It is such I, a mess. It is so much. Easy. I forgot I was going to have to drive through that when you guys were uh, yeah. house sitting for Andrew, right? And because that's what happened last week, on right? Thursday. It started Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Um. You you were house sitting for Andrew because his parents were in like going uh, to some wedding. Uh, they were in like Mexico or something. No, they're just going out in Oregon. It wasn't a Mexican wedding. No, it wasn't a quinceanera. No. All right. Oh, Those are quince- two different things. Quinceanera. Yes, they are. <laughs> I know that, and that's okay. where the joke is. But okay. anyway, um, anyways, yeah, you were house sitting for them, and I had to drive that road and i forgot they were building that roundabout there yeah. and there's no reason for it to exist there isn't i have never once in that entire time i've lived here and driven around that corner thought gee this corner is really congested they should do something about this it's a, just a maelstrom of of gravel and power tools and angry pedestrians. i mean i could see maybe if they tried to smooth the corner out a little bit made it more gradual that would be fine yeah they shouldn't because it's a really tight corner it no, is a really sharp corner which is fun to take this is a local town hour yes. on on this show <laughs> for p- people who don't give a shit about woodland where which where we, we are don't blame you yeah I, <laughs> most people don't but sometimes it's interesting to figure out what happens in like a hick town and yeah you know what we complain about <laughs> yeah everybody's heard their stories about new york everybody's heard their stories about texas but the f- stories that come out of hick towns like ours they're very they're very fresh they're very and unique and wholesome they have an air about them that makes it seem like they're made up but you just know that the type of community we're describing would probably perpetuate some farces that you might believe were be were spilling but no these are real stories it's yeah. terrible anyway so there's a basically full disclosure for anybody who doesn't know woodland which is probably most everybody that listens yeah we ever explained no what this okay. place is there's there's one corner Let's in town that's basically it. it's a really sharp 90 degree corner yeah, uh, heading to basically half of the housing in Woodland. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much a very big section. Actually, probably more than half the housing in, in Woodland is on the other side of that 
All the corner. upper class housing, at least. Not that you don't nice. have how They're many trailer nice. parks do we have here? There, there's one or two trailer park. There's one trailer park over there. There's one fifty five plus community, and there's a bunch of basically little. Um, I can think of three trailer parks here, just within city limits. Oh yeah, uh, well bottoms counts, right? Yeah, we'll c- include the bottoms because that's basically more or less. Yeah, there's that weird campground like yeah. all the way at the at the end down by like Austin's southwest point, southwest side. Yeah. Yeah, there's that one. There's the campground by the Arco. I rode my bike back uh, past that place one time, and there's a dude who's lived there for so long. He used to have a trailer, but it is slowly just transforming into one giant tarp. And it's not even the same color tarp. Like, he didn't even try. It's just whatever was on sale. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm getting a green tarp today, and then next month it's going to be a blue one because I'm a Fucking Tart Picasso. <laughs> Redneck Tart Picasso. That's yeah. his biography. Anyway, so probably at least at least 60% of the housing, mm-hmm. that doesn't include the people who live upriver further out of, you know, whatnot, uh, live past this road. So it's a very... Those are the mountain people. Yes, the, those the are the people. true hill people that yeah. we worry about. Mm-hmm. They probably don't even pay taxes. I don't know why that's such a, a clarifying criteria for those guys <laughs> anyways but, uh, so and they're basically this corner it's just goes two different directions there's one little offshoot of a road which almost nobody ever takes because it's basically a shortcut mm-hmm. that's all it is, exists as i've only ever driven through it twice and it was for when i was learning how to drive yeah it's a shortcut and nothing else and so there's never any congestion on that road because nobody ever turns on that road or comes from that road. Yeah. Yet they decided in the town's infinite wisdom to jump. I forget how many millions it was. In, and it actually is millions. It was millions. Astounding. I think it was low double-digit millions. Oh, God. It, it, was, doubled, either, it was somewhere uh, between 8 and 12 million. And too much. Yeah, on basically tearing up the entire corner and putting in a roundabout. Which is going to have three entrances to it, which I think is below the minimum requirement you need for a roundabout. Yeah, four it's, plus. It's N-word. pretty silly. I, come on, there's I, rules here. I could see maybe, like I said, if nothing else, kind of rounding the corner and not rounding the corner, basically kind of smoothing the corner out, making it a little more gradual instead of such a sharp turn. That's about it. I have a um, well, depending on how big this roundabout is, but it may not matter because of where we live. Uh, I predict that there will be a lot of very big trucks just driving straight over yeah, the probably. middle of that roundabout, like probably in the middle of the day, too, oh, yeah, if it's no wimpy doubt. enough. They'll be just taking these big trucks, and they'll be driving over the flower beds. They don't care, because it's it, it doesn't need to be there anyway. No. And then probably within like two or three years, they'll pave over it. And they'll just paint lines for people to drive past instead of the roundabout. Yeah, they'll just bust it out and just smooth it out a little bit. Yeah, they'll spend like another $5 million uh, paving over some plants. Which, yeah. like, if you give me like two weeks and a bulldozer, I'll have it done yeah, for you. Yeah, two weeks, a bulldozer, and the paving supplies. Yeah, I don't if, even if know you, how to do this if right you, now. Yeah, if you I give us Google it. If you give us the equipment and the supplies, we'd do it for probably, you know, let's just say 20 grand each. Oh yes, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> Cuz I then, want 20 grand now. Thank yeah, you. 20 grand and we could have it done pretty quickly. Oh yeah. I mean 20 grand for each of us? Yes, each person? Each, that each is, person. Yeah, that's really cheap. That is super of... cheap. That's 40 grand in labor, which I know obviously they're paying a lot more than that. Yeah. And, you know, we'd figure it out. 
it, we, we we'd screw it up at first, but well, yeah. uh, with intense internet searching we'd and shared experiences in construction forums, which I'm sure exist, oh yeah, we'll be able There's to form for everything. This whole thing out. Oh man, speaking of Google, have you um have you heard of this weird thing that Google's doing called Deep Dream? I think I heard something about it when it was kind of a uh, theoretical thing. This is, it's not theoretical. I mean, anymore. as in when they were talking about it, not actually doing it. Oh, okay. So, uh, how long ago was that? I don't know. I, I didn't really, I heard about it. I didn't really read anything about it. Okay, this is one of the creepier things that I've seen come out of the internet. I, I'm not really sure if I understand this completely yet. I'm gonna do my best, though. So Google is working on trying to figure out neural networks, which I guess is a special configuration that you can set up for a computer network that I have no idea. This is, I really should have researched this more before we started this show. (laughs) Probably, but But, too late now. But the main feature that I want to focus on is like what the computers are really doing is uh, like you can give them a picture of something. Like you give them a picture of the White House. Okay. And uh, you tell it to try and... Uh, sort of reconstruct the image by seeing it's supposed to be looking at the picture and then trying to reassemble it in a different place you or something like that it's totally wrong i know it is (laughs) just look at the pictures that this project is generating because if you put up if you put in a picture of the white house Mm -hmm. and you run it through this program, you'll get a picture that looks sort of like the White House, except it looks like the computer's just on one big acid trip because it just turns super swirly and there'd be like dogs, dog faces coming out of the pillars and the steps and stuff. Just There's a weirdly high amount of animals popping out <laughs> of these shapes that I'm not sure why they're there. Okay. It's, it's very strange. And what is the point? I don't are they know. Trying to, is this more of our Google creep- becoming Skynet? They're trying to basically. I think so. Get, yeah, because the, the computers are learning. Because <laughs> the phrase "neural network" makes me think yeah. of brains, Google, and computers Google together. Dream? Uh, deep dream, deep dream. So it's maybe I'll do read, Android's dream of electric sheep. Maybe I'll uh, oh, something like that. That's maybe. A, yeah, that's I don't know if anybody's. Dick. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's quoted that yet. I don't know. That's the name of a Philip K. Dick story that was later. T- that was the basis for Blade Runner. Let's see. I'm trying to find. Uh, oh yeah, which is I funny do because that Android is Google's uh, platform. Platform. Yeah. <laughs> they've been. I, I'm pretty sure they've been writing this whole plan up for. Just and also ever. their phone series is the Nexus series, which. God, I'm I'm finding all sorts of Blade Runner references all over Google now. <laughs> Somebody really likes that movie over Google I headquarters. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm trying to find a description of what what the heck is this? All right, mirror.coda. Uh, Google Deep Dream app will turn your photos into the bizarre visions of a hallucinating computer. So this will explain okay. it more than I'm so a, a better way than I'm doing it. So we're basically we're getting our computer super high. I guess so, yeah. If you want some examples, I'll put them up on the screen over here. Okay, there is a Canon digital camera. And, there's basically. All, and look at all those dogs. There's like a corgi face in the lens, and yeah. there's like little gooey tendril things coming out of the bottom of it. It almost looks like... Yeah. More dog, like dog legs. That looks like balls. That's <laughs> a bird. 
there's just so many okay and there's then you like wanna, eyeballs hidden in the side of it and then i'm i can't really tell whose face this is but i'm so sure that it's dick cheney that <laughs> it just makes this image all the more funnier he's I, got illuminati eyes all <laughs> over his hands and his face i think that's supposed to be biden is it i don't or is no it's nixon finger? doing the peace symbol thing that's not nixon no he's not holding up two fingers on that well okay oh, he's got the i can't tell who i can't either Anyway, photographers have been invited to upload their pictures into the bizarre mind of a dreaming computer. A free web app called DreamScope allows snappers to run images through Google's Deep Dream software, which creates psychedelic visions using complicated algorithms. The results might look like they're the fevered dreams of a Woodstock acid casualty, but they are actually generated by an artificial neural network, a form of a machine intelligence being researched in the depths of Google's lab. Gee, that's great. Basically, <laughs> I love how everybody just ignores that part of the la, article. La, la. Rest of the article. <laughs> basically, the system was designed to automatically recognize images. But just like drugs warp the perception of human beings, Deep Dream can be hacked to mix images with its memories of other photographs with truly bizarre results dreamscope offers snappers a range of weird mixing options with titles including art deco inceptionist painting and self-transforming machine elves which are all based on images deep dream has seen before machine elves i guess so okay that's elves in the machine okay is that We could adapt that phrase, I think. These are then combined with the uploaded snaps, giving a captivating glimpse into the spaced-out silicon mind of a hallucinating computer. Google's weird invention is now open source and also features a new Mac only blah blah. Give Deep Dreamer a photo blah blah rocks and blah blah blah. So yeah, so that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, So your people are uploading their pictures to the to to Google. Okay. People are making this program point at the picture but secretly they and it dis- tries to reassemble the picture based on what it has but secretly it's just actually just using your computer to add to its neural network and assimilating all computers into its network until it's ready to take over the world the goal is eventually it'll be able to recognize anything that you put in front of it you'll sit down and be like good morning dave maybe yeah <laughs> That might actually happen, although I do not want my computer to read my That's face. why there's electrical tape over the webcam. That's what I'll be doing. That's what I'll be doing there. I don't want my computers to recognize my face. I don't want them to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, um, when they start talking and recognizing you. It's weird. I mean, yeah, I don't even bit. like it. We have an alarm system in this house, and every time you open the front door, front door. it will ding and say front yeah. door, exactly like you said it. And I, it's, it's been, a little creepy to hear in the middle of the night when it's dark. I really hate it. <laughs> I've, it's been, that setting's been enabled for years, and I've been telling people that I hate it since it's been enabled, and uh, no one seems to have uh, heard my complaints, so I think I may eventually uh, submit one formally uh, via writing. Handwriting. See what happens. To, like, Hand really writing. get my Are you sure you across. want them to be able... Don't you want them to be able to read it? They're my parents. They can okay, read it. Okay, fair enough. They, like, they, <laughs> they've, ha- they've lived with it for this long. Yeah, I've indoctrinated them into my they've own adapted. language. So. There's actually... Um, people have joked for a while about me getting my own font, and I did find a way to turn my handwriting into a font. I'd, I'm thinking about it. I got I'd, some free time on Sunday. I'd download that for 99 cents. Uh, <laughs> you probably don't even have to pay 99 cents. I know. I'm giving that crap away <laughs> for free. Oh, I'm not sure what to call that font, though, because like, they all have weird names. And yeah. I, I'm not sure how they pick them. It's going to depend on what it looks like at the end. But mm. based on what my handwriting's looked like just... In- 
previous years. In the past, it might be like uh, um, uh, Scribus Incognitum or something. (laughs) Write up all my lab reports in that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Would you? Would that be a good or bad thing? Because like it would probably they, be pretty bad if they can't read it. Do they It'd just, probably like, be pretty just, like, bad. Fuck it, give the kid an A. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I bet some te- some teachers have done that at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Like that maybe they switch back and forth between giving the kid an A. Most or of an my F. lab reports and everything else, the teachers are pretty adamant about. They want a particular font and a particular size and you know whatnot. Does anybody? Space. Does anybody in your class still handwrite stuff? Um, obviously just assignments, just homework assignments. Yeah, but you're, like, writing them down as he tells them. Exactly, or out of the book or whatnot. Okay. Um, but no, all lab reports have to be typed. Okay. But they still have to be turned in physically. Yeah, no, I don't... I don't get that. I don't know why we can't just have, you know, the class can't just have just, like, a Google Drive that we upload all our lab reports to. Yeah, that'd make it a lot easier. It would be. But how is he making you do it presently? Uh, We print them out and submit them. Oh, right, right, duh. Which kind of sucks with some of the reports, which can be, you know, excess of 10 pages long with pictures and images and figures and graphs and all that stuff. Ugh. Yeah. Here's 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 your future. You just upload it all to the Google Drive, and then you can download them, and he gets out his funny little tablet, and he draws on your papers with all his notes that he wants to, and then he emails it back to you. Yeah, that'd be a lot more efficient, honestly. Why are people doing that now? If I, I just thought of this... Jeez. No, I, I think we tossed around the idea of, no, we talked about it when we were in labs. We we're like, it'd be nice if we could just upload it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get, I don't know if, like, uh, my frustration is justified, but I often get very angry at uh, witnessing the ways that other people use technology. <laughs> I don't know if it's mostly because it's not the way that I would do it, or if it's because the way that they're doing it is so slow and i know how to do it a way faster way and i could just help them but they really don't want me to help them. i know i know the feelings it's so ridiculous like uh this is almost the same thing when we were uh i was gone for the past week uh, at the beach house didn't talk about it here yet mm-hmm. did i that was boy that was 20 minutes ago who who can tell um and they had like laminated sheets of instructions for how to use the Blu-ray player and the DVD player and everything, and what? it had it had one of those smart remotes, okay. you know, with the touchscreen, the right. Harmony one, okay. And it was telling you to just like it's just a laminated sheet that tells you push the button, wait. If it fucks up, start over again. <laughs> push it again. <laughs> yeah, this it's all push it until it comes on. It just keep pushing it and then eventually yell at it for how it doesn't have a father and then smash it against the wall because I can it underst- never deserved to be a remote. I can understand that if it's you're doing that for, you know, an 83-year-old grandmother who just got her first Blu-ray player and smart TV. Yeah. Which, that's actually not just a random a- a joke. I actually have done that. <laughs> oh, God. I helped my grandparents write out, like, two pages worth of notes as to how to... Are they taped to the side of the TV? No, but they're on their coffee table next to the, where they keep mm. the remote. Uh, how and I t- bet they use them every day. Probably. Oh, God. Because I think, like, the next day, my grandma called my dad asking him one qu- one more question about my notes. Oh, God. And they those notes weren't even good enough. No, and the thing is... I spent like three hours going through them, how to turn on the television, how to get the satellite up. I basically turned on and watching that because, I mean, they have the satellite, so that wasn't too complicated for them because they've yeah, used that for years. Yeah. Which I don't know why, but they have Dish. 
this is dish like out of style now no i just thought dish was basically it was more expensive and uh, inferior as far as satellite i would i wouldn't know i don't know either honestly i haven't moved out of the cable realm that's fine ever honestly anymore i hardly ever use direct tv anyway anyways soon you'll be able to just cut that cord Hopefully. Well, I don't pay for the bill because I don't use it very much either. Yeah. I mean, I see I see more and more people who I wouldn't really consider, uh, like, super tech savvy or, like, yeah. into the whole cord-cutting movement just, like, passively moving into it and, like, mm-hmm. buying a Roku box and things like that. Those are kind of nice. I actually considered getting the Apple TV once, but then I was like, eh, I don't want to spend that They've much They cheaped money. it down, like, a lot. But I already, I have the pie, and anything I want to watch, I'll just load yeah. on a thumb drive and put on the pie. You, Yeah, you got the pie. I was thinking for more, like, your parents. Right. Or if they wanted to get rid of DirecTV, it but wouldn't But my parents, my, I showed my mom how to use Netflix, and so she's used that a lot, quite All a bit, right. actually. Cool. And um, then what's not on there, she has you for. Pretty much. Okay. I've gotten her plenty of things. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, giving instructions on how to use remotes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you gave <laughs> you gave your grandma a whole bunch of instructions. Yeah. And, and they were okay. I spent like three hours basically going step by step on how to do everything. And she was writing her notes down. I even had, drew out a picture diagram. <laughs> it's like you're teaching a class. I actually drew out a picture of the uh, of the remote as the third page with um, little even straight lines leading. This button p- turns on television. This button turns on this. Uh, volume up, volume down. Oh and man. it still had complications. It was the Blu-ray player more than anything else. The getting the TV really? to, it was more changing inputs over to the Blu-ray and getting the Blu-ray player to work. Because uh, it was a new Blu-ray player that would load up onto like a, a main screen which you could access like Netflix or Pandora, or you could just go straight to a disc. I sort of did the same thing with my grandparents a few years ago, but it was mm-hmm. way easier with them because they were just canceling their TV service because they had heard about the cool new thing called Netflix, and they asked me all about it. And I was like, great, I'll get you on. Just bought bought a Blu-ray player. All I do is just watch not even Blu-rays sometimes, just uh, DVDs and, like, Star Trek. I think my PS3 gets used more as a Netflix stream box than any other single task. Yeah, that might be, like, the biggest downfall of the console market is nobody's using the consoles to play games on them anymore. It's just to watch movies and yeah. stuff. At least at least. Well, that was house. one of the big things with the current console market, at least as far as Microsoft was concerned, was the, you know, the being more than just a game system. It was more of a do-everything entertainment system. It's called a computer. Pretty much. Yeah, but they didn't <laughs> want to do that because then that takes money away from Windows. True. Boy, boy, what a what a crazy world that whole Anyways, thing is. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah, the whole... Okay, so they had that system set up at the beach, and they had the laminated instructions. It was sounded a lot like what you're making for your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, the instructions didn't even work. I decided to. <laughs> I decided that um, the reason they had done that was because the owners of the house figured out the one way that uh, you know for sure everything's going to work. It's a stable system as long as nobody tweaks the settings or updates any software, which will come into play later. Everything will be fine. Yeah. But once I try playing Goonies on the Blu-ray player. All I get is sound and no picture. They had to do a software update? It wasn't a software update. It was just like even plugging my laptop directly into the back of the amplifier gave me only sound and no picture. Was the
My dad thinks it was because they had reprogrammed the the receiver. Uh, the, yeah, the receiver to like different audio inputs would go to different actual ports. I and we didn't okay. want to screw around with that because that's a whole other thing. But we found out that one port on the front works, and I can plug my laptop into that, and everything's okay. Mm. So I end up like basically screwing up the entire setup that <laughs> they had, just trying to get my crap to work because yeah. their Netflix app, I swear to God, was from 2011. I think the Netflix app preloaded on my Blu-ray player is the same way. It, it doesn't. Um, it, it seems like Netflix on the PlayStation when I first got Netflix. You have to scroll all the way up to get to the search bar, and then not only that, and it's you know instead of I don't know, it just seems a lot less fluid and a lot less you know updated than the old ones. It was ridiculous. I almost tried to figure out how to update the, the software, software on their TV, but then I was like, you know what? I'm on vacation. <laughs> I get. I, know. I figured out how to. My plug. problem is though, I'd be like, I need to fix everything. I figured out how to plug my laptop into the front of the uh, amplifier, and it works fine. I'm just gonna pig out on salmon jerky and watch The Simpsons. That I'm sounds interesting. Fine with that that was fun. We had uh, the, wait the salmon jerky or yeah, The Simpsons because we could talk about either one. No, the salmon jerky. I know what The Simpsons is, and I like it. There is a there was a well. I'm glad you know what The Simpsons is. <laughs> I would hope I know what The Simpsons is. <laughs> I do want to touch on The Simpsons really okay, really quick Go though. For it. Um, I haven't seen like almost any of the classic episodes, but oh god, we're, I'm going through season seven right now. It yeah. is golden. Oh my god! My favorite joke in in The Simpsons so far that I've seen, it's the one where um, uh, Smithers takes a vacation, so Mister Burns gets Homer as a replacement assistant. <laughs> and it's I, I'm gonna try and do a Homer voice, but it's probably not gonna be good. So uh, it, it's something like, "All right, Mister Burns, I have your messages here. You have 30 minutes to move your car. You have 10 minutes to move your car." Your car has been impounded, your car has been crushed into a cube, and you have 30 minutes to move your cube. <laughs> Mr. Burns' office, is it about my cube? <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I, where did I read that recently? Did you post that somewhere? Or? No, I, did, I didn't. Maybe Kirsty did. I can't, because I swear I just read that somewhere. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite joke so far. That was great. Oh my god! Uh, and I, I that was not a good Homer Simpson voice, but uh, not terribly. It was pretty good, Mister Burns, though. Oh, Mister Burns is so easy, though, yeah. because it's just like it's like Vincent Price, but a lot more uh, evil and foreboding. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad description. Because Vincent Price is all like skeletons and spiders crawling out of your closets, like you know when. So it's does... like if he just basically got thirty years older. Yeah, pretty much. Well, if you and if you he was born in Pangaea and uh, drives around like a, a steam powered car. Fair enough. Because he did that in one of the episodes I saw. He was driving a steam powered car. Okay. And I also like how he never remembers Homer's name. Because <laughs> Homer's not important enough to be remembered. That's true. Yeah, but uh, but moving on from salmon salmon jerky, I didn't even know it existed. I knew smoked salmon existed. Oh yeah, but um, it's really not what you would expect. It's just heck. Bacon jerky exists. Not even lying on that one. Is it awesome? It's pretty great. Where did you get that? I found a package. And can of you it. score me some? <laughs> I found a package of it randomly at Safeway once, and it was on sale for like four bucks. So I'm like, okay. And they never had it again. You probably bought the last packet of bacon jerky. <laughs> 
and it's it's extinct Amazon, you can probably find it. Oh, yeah, let's try that out. Which is funny you say that, because I think there was, like, a dinosaur was the symbol on the bag, so it's extinct now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was their gimmick, that you were eating an endangered species? <laughs> I don't know. You can get um, a two and three quarter ounce of Slim Jim bacon jerky for five sixty two hmm. on Amazon. Um that's actually pretty cheap in terms of jerky. It is. Jerky's expensive, surprisingly. Yeah, although I don't... I'm not going to give too much credit to Slim Jim no. because it's... It's Slim Jim. Slim Jim. I'd rather make this myself. Yeah, you know? that I could see that. I don't even know how to make it. Although, isn't bacon jerky. already dried and cured meat anyways? Okay, maybe not dried, but... Uh, yes, yes. It's, okay, so what else do you... It's cured, it's just not... So you just have to dry it. Pretty much. You just have to dehydrate it or dry it out. Don't Ooh, you just d- soak it in salt for days and days? Wasn't bacon already cured? Uh, I don't know. Let's just. I mean, well, you can get uncured bacon, but you could just basically take your bacon and stick it in like one of those food. Um, can you stick it in like one of those food uh, dehumidifiers or? Um, I think that's what. Um, you know, kind of like what you use to make banana chips or whatever. There's. Uh, I found something for making dehydrated bacon. Right. Would that be kind of the same thing? I don't know. I'm not sure what the difference between a dehydrated meat and jerky would be. Well, this is just recommending you use a dehydrator. Okay. For the dehydrated bacon. Duh. Imagine I, that. Whoa. Can you? Yeah. Boy, that was some genius shit. Um, probably the best jerky I've ever had, though, is probably from, it's from Premium Smoked Meats. It's their- This um, is a place in town. Yeah. I gotta go there It's sometime. good stuff. I still haven't. Oh, my. How have you never been there? I don't know. I heard they got the deer hound sticks there. Those They do have deer there. Those are pretty uh, good. Beer hound is good there, too. They have a couple different kinds of- Oh, it's of, beer hound. Beer hound. Oh, I yeah. it was deer hound this no. fucking time. I think I've had beer hounds made of deer before. Weird. Okay. Um, cause Didn't know I that think, was legal. Well, I think it's it was my um, my cousin. Basically, he got his uh, deer. Basically, oh, because you can of, take stuff there and they do, it and they'll for do you. the butchering for you. Oh, that's and they'll basically nice, cut it up and make sausages out of it if you want. Or How much do you have to pay them? I forget. I don't think it's terribly unreasonable. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but no, he actually had some like some deer pepperoni sticks and uh, jerky and beer hounds. I tried everything but the jerky. I don't know why I didn't try the jerky, but hmm. the other two were actually pretty good. I found a pretty easy recipe for bacon jerky. Yeah. Um get bacon. You're <laughs> yes. The uh it says you can use turkey bacon, but what kind of traitor to this nation does that sort of Nobody thing? Nobody should ever eat turkey bacon. If uh, you're gonna eat bacon, go all out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't d- lie to yourself. D- go all out and put it in some brown sugar. That's what this recipe is all about right here. Take a cookie sheet. Wrap a bunch of tinfoil over it so you don't get bacon grease on it. Take your bacon and roll it around in some brown sugar. Toss it into the oven uh, at 225 degrees for 90 minutes. Flip it, do another 90 minutes, and you're done. So it's just a really, really slow cook on bacon. I guess so, yeah. Because you can cook bacon in the oven. It's true, yeah, but hardly anybody does it because... you Actually, Teresa actually prefers to do it that way. Really? Yeah. I don't. It's, I just. I, don't know I like I, sticking it on a griddle or a pan or something like that. Because it's faster. It's faster. Or you like it to be I crunchy. like the smell. I. I like it to be crisp on the edges, but still somewhat soft. Yeah, and you're right about the smell. I re- I want the house to fill up with. Oh yeah. Smell like. Yeah, just put it on like medium heat because you don't want it to be too hot because it'll burn mm-hmm. before it's cooked all the way through. Yeah. 
There's an art to it. Yes. Bacon cooking is an art. But uh, no, I, I do like it. And you know what? It can't be taught. It must it's, be experienced. No. <laughs> which I guess well, is can, a way of teaching. It, it could be a knowledge that's passed down from you know master to student. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I hope? Uh, okay, now now I really want to basically take some bacon and c- put some uh, brown sugar on it and, fr- and cook it up for breakfast. Oh, just like... Just cook it like woo! regular bacon. Dude, I think... Because then, then the brown sugar would caramelize a little bit. Yeah. That would be so that hard be... to clean up. Oh, God, yeah. But... Uh, nonstick pans, hmm. it would stick to nonstick pans. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. You might have to, like, just go to Dollar Tree and get a sacrificial pan to or do Or just this put in. down, like, uh, I don't know, actually. I'll say, if you cooked it in the oven, you could always put down some aluminum foil. Yeah, if you do, like, the full, wait, just the full recipe, or you just want your quick fix bacon? Just your regular, breakfast? like, you're cooking it for breakfast. Okay, yeah, because there's, I don't know if there's yeah, any go way. go to Dollar Tree and get a sacrificial pan. This seems really good, but I don't know if I can wait for bacon for three plus hours. Yeah, no, that's way too long for bacon. It's, it's impossible. Like, yeah. you're you're watching the process happen in front of you, and it's just, it builds up the anticipation, you know? Like, when you're watching Jason walk down a ha- hallway with his machete raised, and he's, like, looking through closets and shit, l- trying to find a a deviant teenager to stab because you know that's just his thing okay you, you just want it to happen already finish up i need it now <laughs> give me the give me the blood give me the flesh you know that kind of thing yeah although there's hopefully there's no blood involved with your bacon no hopefully not i mean i guess it's just super rare bacon i guess but even the bacon you buy you think would be yeah you know bled out considering it's from the area with the pig that probably has been bled out first because it's like it's yeah. what, the stomach underside of the pig is it the stomach? I thought it was the back. Okay, you're right. I mean, you, we've I all know. seen that chart of the pig with all the arrows pointing at it that shows where the meat comes. We don't know. No. Nobody fucking remembers that. Nobody cares. We just want the delicious pork. I never even had a nutrition class in high school. I So, yeah. That's, that's the problem with that. Maybe I can just put in pig chart and... Oh, yeah, right here. Um, yeah, no, bacon's the belly. Okay. Uh, I thought so because it's the really fatty part. <laughs> let's see. There apparently there is a difference between normal bacon and jowl bacon. Interesting. Yeah, the jowl's up more towards the front, isn't it? Yeah, it's like his chin. Yeah, his like, neck beard. I guess if you want to get a couple chins of pig, that's an option. You're allowed to ask the butcher for that. Can I get a couple chins? You know, I've seen I've seen pig feet in jars before. Yeah, pickled pig feet is a real thing. That's so weird. Actually, like, my grandpa asked for it once, if we could try and find it. For to, to eat. eat or yes. for voodoo? Because, <laughs> okay. <laughs> to eat, I'm almost certain of that. <laughs> that being said, I'm not 100% certain. Does he have a cauldron in his basement? Because that would explain everything. No. Okay. No, it was when he was living with us. All right. He couldn't have taken Which he was in the basement, to be honest. His cauldron wasn't was in storage, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, there's the ribs, obviously. Ham is the butt. Okay. I think well, I didn't really know that, but like it could have it could have been from anywhere. Yeah. It's not obvious that it's the butt when you're looking at it. No, I thought know? it was like the hind quarters, like the back legs. Oh, the legs? Yeah, maybe. Cuz you kind of necks down from the big part to the tiny little bony part. Yeah. I mean, this is a very this is a very straight-lined chart. The, the part that they have is ham is like the entire like back half of the So maybe it means so. different kinds of ham can come from anywhere on there. Maybe maybe like uh oh man. You know what would be great is if you could have like um uh like a, a butcher as uh as a buddy that you keep <laughs> around and you occasionally just like leave a pig butt on somebody's doorstep or something. <laughs> 
Because you can, you just order a pig butt from the guy. You can like yeah. just put it up on put it on the guy's like hood ornament or something, and you know run away. There might maybe there's some uh, some administrative school faculty you could think of doing that too, but uh, you di- you didn't hear it from us. Hear what? What exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even man. I don't even know what I just said. Yeah. So congratulations to me. But yeah, no that that brown sugar bacon does sound really good. It sounds though. really good. Yeah, just but, to cook up like regular bacon. Yeah, but I didn't know you could make jerky out of that. I didn't know you could make jerky out of salmon either. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't either. It's, I mean, it doesn't surprise me because I figure you can make jerky out just by any meat. It's not like super jerky, jerky. Yeah, it's if not super that chewy. Made any goddamn. Sense. It's not super chewy and tough. No, it's, it's See, properly just like prepared jer- Properly prepared jerky shouldn't be that super tough. Oh, like the stuff you get in the tinfoil bags? Like yeah, that you have to like... PM. Yeah, you have to like bite and like yank on with your mouth and your arms just to get it to break. I don't know if I've ever had that okay, much. Okay, you know what I mean. Problem. Basically, okay. you know, it's like super tough. Don't you carry a pocket knife with you? Well, yes, I was exaggerating for dramatic uh, okay. effect. All right, yeah. I was embellishing. It's like one of those uh, infomercials where they're like selling an easy way to open, is opening, or opening it basically bags shows, too hard. Oh, I say opening a jar. Oh, a jar? Yeah, because that's a problem actually people, some people have apparently. Oh, yeah. Um it's 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 an often cited trope. Uh, is it like one of those weird? Um, is it something? It's in the shape of a hand, and you put it on the jar, and it's just got a handle. That it's a you... little plastic thing, yes. But it doesn't look like a Mickey Mouse hand on the top of the jar. That's a, I... that's the thing that comes with it if you call right now. Oh, really? Yes, a it's an attachment that it. makes it look like it's a Mickey Mouse hand. Oh my god, that's <laughs> weird. No, basically, I'm just thinking it's just like four felt, uh, like five plastic fingers that come down with like felt tips or something. There are some rubber tips that you stick on there and torque off. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, uh, now, like- now this is going to be another one AM infomercial. Now, look what we've done. Maybe. I mean, I don't want to watch infomercials. I that don't often. either. I mean, I saw one that was like. This, I don't know how useful this product really is, and I forget what it was called. Um, but I'm sure it has a fantastic name if you look for it. Oh yeah, it's a cup where um, there's like a bowl in the top of the cup that you can put your snacks in, so you can drink out of the cup and have snacks coming out of the cup. I think I've seen that. I think I saw one that was like it was a bowl for eating your breakfast or what. It had a compartment that you put your cereal in, and then you poured the milk in part of it, or you would just like scoop part of the cereal in as you ate it, so that way your cereal wouldn't get all soggy and gross. That's actually a fucking good idea. <laughs> I've never really had that problem, because I actually eat my cereal fast enough it doesn't really get soggy. Except yeah. maybe the last couple bites, but that's about it. Yeah, and those usually aren't an issue. Like, No. Usually, sometimes you even look forward to that part of the cereal. Yeah, or just chug the whole cereal down with a little bit of chunks. Yeah. Depends on the cereal too. I mean, there's yeah. some that you can uh, you can you can kind of hold out a bit on you know just shoveling it in your face. You can right. you can actually like, Lucky Charms are, not, are one of those ones where you can leave it off indefinitely and it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know actually. Yeah. Well, at least the marshmallows because when I was younger and I ate Lucky Charms, I would always eat around all the marshmallows. Yeah, which took a lot of patience. I bet it <laughs> did, but it was worth it though, right? Yeah, because then after you got done with all the little. Um, actually nutrition nutritious bits relatively okay Uh, and then you got all the marshmallows (laughs) i just thought of the cereal that is um uh to my knowledge the most impervious to uh milk uh seepage okay i guess we could 
call it. I swear to God, they have. Uh, it's, Clark, it's got, I was going to say, it's Clark's non nutritious. Clark Griswold non hydrogenated hydro, cereal varnish? I thought it was a non nutritious cereal varnish. Non nutritious? I thought he said that. I don't know. I could have been completely wrong. Everyone on that. knows what we're talking about, I yes. hope. Okay. It's Watch Clark Griswold's cereal varnish. Pops. You ever had pops before? I think they're called think, pops. Corn, like corn pops. pops? Corn pops, yes. Yes, corn I actually cereal. have a box in, at home right now. They're good. I like them. Aren't they? Yeah, they're good and they're not overly sweet, they're which n- is nice. They're, they're like a really good uh, corn sweetness. Yeah. which It's uh, got a little bit of a sugary coating on them too, but not yeah. a lot. I mean, say what you want about corn crops in America. It tastes goddamn good, okay? Yeah. And we are in America, so let us eat what we want. Exactly. You don't get to tell us what we can and can't eat. But it's oh, so good. And yeah, America. very good very good cereal like uh, seal around yeah. it that keeps it the milk out. It is actually pretty good. It's kind of weird though cuz um like it's totally edible without milk, too. Yeah. Like it is the true milk optional cereal. Cuz there's <laughs> there's others that you'll get tired of right easily like i couldn't maybe honey nut cheerios maybe i could eat honey nut cheerios for a long enough time and i could eat the whole box who knows the one of the ones that's a very very delicate balance that you have to find with eating is probably um frosted mini wheats uh oh yeah those because bricks of fiber without without milk yeah it's just a giant brick of fiber with a little bit of a sugary coating on the top that is like super crunchy and cracking your teeth yeah but you pour a little bit of milk on it it softens up just enough that you're good yeah but if you let it sit for more than about three minutes it's a giant mushy pile of wheat it's like what it's like a cereal version of those really small uh sponge dinosaurs that you'd sometimes get in your cereal box and then it just like expands into a full-sized wheat plant and you can go ahead and stick that in your backyard and in three months you'll have another box of lucky charms or whatever the fuck cereal you want you don't actually know because frosted weeding mini weeds are cereal seeds so you'd be getting anything (laughs) Right. Out of those cereal chunks. I mean, the possibilities but, are endless. No, I mean, it's good and it's not bad for you, but it's a very, you have to be very delicate with the balance of how fast you eat your cereal. That's true. There, There's an art to Cause if you most eat it, anything like, food If you eat it too slow, it just turns into, because all the frosting dissolves into the milk. Yeah. And you're just left with a just a mushy pile of wheat Although you know that what dissolves. Those, you know what those things are great for? They're great for like hiking and stuff because you can like, take maybe six that's of true. them with you in your backpack and that's your lunch. That's true because they are actually pretty, you know, pretty yeah. filling. You can grind on them a little bit and the crunching will scare all the bears away. I'd rather just take a cliff bar or something in there though, but. Yeah, but so many of the cliff bars suck. Yeah. Unless they've like changed. I them. like the white macadamia nut ones, the white chocolate macadamia nut. I, I've uh, never really liked macadamia nuts. No. I've been. They're good with things. They're not good by themselves, in my opinion. Yeah. They're good and when they're with other foods. It's like my opinions on dark chocolate. I got a weird relationship with macadamia nuts. Okay. It's um like every time I eat them, I I I like uh, I smell cigarette smoke. That's weird. Yeah, it's like but it's not Why? like I'm actively smelling. It's more like a memory thing you know did, did you have like some relative that smoked a lot that i mean that's re- yeah, religiously yeah she was a she was a family friend okay and um she, she was a real sweet lady we'd go over to her house and make french toast at like 4 p.m when we were done with school it was awesome that is pretty awesome and uh when we were leaving she'd always give us a, a candy bar when we were leaving okay and uh i would always get uh snickers bars 
Okay. And I believe those have macadamia nuts in Do them, they? don't they? I no, I thought they were just peanuts. Really? Yeah, it's like a nougaty. It's like a nougat with um, like caramel and peanuts there's covered in chocolate. Bar, there's some bar with macadamia nuts. I, in I, it. I know what you're talking about. It's not Snickers though. Is it not Milky Way? No, no Milky Way doesn't have nuts. No, it doesn't. Um, it's not mounds because those are almonds. Yeah, and I know. I Actually, that's almond joy. That almond joy ha- almond joy is a mounds with almonds in it. Yeah, mounds is like just it's a just offshoot. shredded coconut. With chocolate covering it. Yeah, but anyway, I don't know. It was some yeah. candy bar with macadamia nuts in it. And, like, eventually, I guess, like, she, she smoked a lot, mm-hmm. but she never smoked when we were there. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of got that musty cigarette smell around? Yeah, you could tell the house definitely smelled like it. And, yeah. and it, like, made me a little sick yep, when I went I know, in. I know what you're talking about. Trust me. Yeah. So, uh, and I guess somehow that manifested in the form of Snickers bars or whatever the hell <laughs> candy bar I was eating. And I was yeah. just like, oh, it's gross and then i switched to butterfinger and everything was okay not a bad switch yeah no, no butterfinger's a good pivot bar i guess i just coined that phrase on accident <laughs> it's Whoops. a rebound it's a rebound candy bar yeah <laughs> me and snickers we had a good run but turns out that relationship was just not healthy enough. it wasn't meant to be nope <laughs> something came between us it was cigarette smoke <laughs> Even though it's completely per- permeable and... Wait, is that the right word? I don't give a shit. I'm done. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Okay. Fuck, I love fucking Mad Men, dude. It's so... It, that's a good show. Yeah. Watch that shit. I might. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, because I haven't seen Don Draper. Uh, His name's not Don Draper. His name's John Hamm. Yeah. In anything else. The only other thing I can think of is the town. The town. Ben Affleck, Bank Robbers. Uh oh! I've been meaning to watch that. That's the one where they dress up like nuns, right? In one scene, yes. And Ben Affleck directed it. Oh, did he really? Yeah, that was one of his first directorial movies. Huh? No wonder everybody liked it. It actually was pretty good. Yeah, I can loan it to you if you want. But... No, it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Okay, I didn't mean it to. It's but... entertaining enough. It has Jeremy Renner in it too. So yay! I like that guy. <laughs> He's getting his own Hawkeye movie, isn't he? he I don't better know. be. Oh yeah, and I realize the new Mission Possible comes out next week. And, and Ant-Man's already out, and we I haven't know. seen it. I know. Frick. I actually haven't heard anything about whether it's good or not. Uh, I I haven't heard either way. I haven't yeah. even looked at the IMDb. Do you want to look have, at the IMDb? We can. Okay. And Let's one of the things I, no, I realized today that I, was, I read, Jurassic World is the third highest earning movie of all time. Oh, my God. Really? It's, it's at like $1.5 and change billion. Oh, Christ. Yeah. How long does it have to do to uh, beat Titanic or whatever? I don't know. I think the... it's about half a million off from half a million off from beating Titanic or Titanic ish. Half a million? Yeah. Or no, half a billion. Sorry. Oh, billion. Billion. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I forget we're dealing with that much money. <laughs> Currently, Ant Man stands at a seven point nine. That's not bad. That's not bad. So it seems like it will be an entertaining Marvel movie. Yeah. And uh, I just well, they've yet to strike out really in a while. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, what's the worst movie that Marvel has put out so far? Was it the first Hulk movie? As Marvel Studios or basically or a Marvel-affiliated movie? Um, when they actually started getting big in the comic book movies. I don't know, because if I'm doing the first Hulk movie, that's like 2003. They were barely Marvel Studios at yeah. that point. No, they, I didn't think they were Marvel Studios until actually the first Iron Man. At, wait, yeah, that might be true, actually. Yeah, because they really kicked it off. Yeah. And that was what built the studio, really. Pretty much, yeah. 
Hmm. That was a way bigger success than anybody ever anticipated it would be. Yeah. Let's see. If that movie had sucked, we wouldn't have all the movies that we do today. We wouldn't have the Avengers. We wouldn't have all the other ones. But I'm thinking, like, I don't know, maybe, like, Iron Man 2 or 3 was pretty down there. Probably Iron Man 2. I liked 3 better than 2. I didn't like the second Thor movie. I didn't like the first one. Yeah? The second one was okay. The first one I did not like. Okay, and there's going to be a third one. I, I know. but Which, if they get as... If they get progressively better as they have, if they take the same leap from the first one to the second one, in my mind, the third one will actually be pretty good. Yeah? Okay. Because I thought the second one was entertaining, uh-huh. and I did not like the first one, really. I thought it was kind of boring and dumb. Yeah. And there was that one lady that kept mispronouncing all the yeah. words. That that lost its value after a bit. Yeah, and then they brought back that gag in the second one. They did. Oh, yeah, they did. It was like in one scene, but still. I've only seen each of the Thor movies once. So. Same. Actually, but. this is this is really weird. Um, I don't I don't think this is an official advertisement for Ant Man based on the account that it's that it's on. But uh, we should watch it because it's Paul Rudd and it's Michael Michael Douglas and they are they're having fun to okay. say the least. Yeah, that's definitely just something. They're just goofing off and having fun. That's pretty great, though. <laughs> I don't, I'm glad things like that exist. Just, oh my god. I really hope that. Uh, uh, oh, I, I heard that he he went on Conan for the movie again, and he played Mac and Me again. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not. I didn't see the whole clip. But everyone else, go watch it because I'm not gonna because it's too late for me. Yeah. So sorry. I mean, I, I I just I really fell behind the times in terms of uh, the internet while I was gone for that week. I spent too much time on the beach. I didn't even get sunburnt, dude. Well, maybe I did a little bit here. Yeah, not too terrible though. Yeah. The one complaint I will have about this vacation, I had to spend money on something that I should not have. What? A VPN. Okay. Um, you know what that is. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, which pretty much encrypts everything that you do on the internet and makes it look like you're doing it from a completely different place. So it can be pretty useful. The reason I had to buy one while I was at this beach house is because their Wi-Fi was completely unsecured. They anybody could have connected to it. It was just what? it was just sitting How do you there. not have a secured Wi-Fi pass. I don't. Wi-Fi? I don't know. It was very strange, and I was very concerned because I didn't want to spend a week there doing the things that I do on the internet things. Uh, so I went ahead and bought the VPN thing, and uh, I now I can't stop using it. It's actually really fun. Yeah, because uh, it, it's really neat because I get like a, I get a little robot. That lives in the top of my phone, and he tells me that all my shit's encrypted and going to Sweden or wherever. Wherever. Yeah, I don't really know where the traffic's going, but uh, I feel a lot better about what I'm doing on all my stuff. But it turns out that um, it can be a little problematic because it is changing your IP address. So you might all of a sudden discover that when you have the VPN on, you're banned from a website that you've. Uh, like going to. to for a while, yeah. But then once you turn it off, you're fine. Why would that be? Um, because they just found sometimes they do like entire IP blocks, 
Mm. So they take like maybe the first three sections of one, and then any numbers after that three sections that they assume are VPNs. They, yeah, they assume that it's just like people that are abusing the system and are, uh, you know, malicious intent abound because it, it, the internet is a land of that. Yeah, and people who would be trying to be malicious probably wouldn't want their IP address being known yeah. on the internet's. Yeah. But it's easy to work around, and I'm not too worried by it. It's, it's a fun thing to have now. <laughs> I got a little robot living in my phone. It's cool. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost like, perfectly, like, my paranoia is almost, like, completely down from, you know, the whole internet surveillance thing. All yeah. I got really left is to just, like, uh, encrypt my phone, and then I'll be happy. But then I, I have to wipe it to do that, and that's, yeah. not, that's not fun. I'll get to it at... at some point i don't know did your um when you got your phone did it tell you that it was going to encrypt itself um, or do you I remember think it has an option like to do so you didn't enable it though not yet okay because i think it said that basically you know it, it wiped the phone and i have to start over okay or it, clear, it basically re- would reset it to factory defaults or something like that yeah yeah that's what's supposed to happen so i'm like i just put in all everything i needed <laughs> it's the worst yeah but i'd see it was weird because i thought that they were going to start enabling that by default mm. um from android 5 on yeah. which by the way still haven't got my stinking invite to the uh google cell service uh what what's it might call it right uh, google fi yeah that's it they they said it's gonna take like 12 weeks <laughs> so i'm probably gonna end up waiting until until like october but by that time they'll have the second version of the Hopefully. Nexus 5, which I will definitely buy, especially if it still comes in this awesome orange-ish red kind of <laughs> color, which yeah. a lot of people think this is pink. I don't, I don't see it no, at all. I think they're just red-green colorblind, those people. I thought that it, means you couldn't see blue. Red-green doesn't mean you can't see blue. I thought that meant... It, it means you can't see red or green. Oh, I thought you it meant can't. you could only see red and green. You didn't have blue. <laughs> No, that would make a lot more sense that you'd only be able. There'd be one color yeah, spectrum. Well, well, people, one bubble that's be gone. It's true. No, and it's it's not, and it's not really like uh, if you have red and green, you can't see blues. No, like, people don't. The eyes don't work in RGB like TVs do. Right. It's. Uh, well, I thought that your cone, you had cones in your eyes that worked in a very similar way, though. Yeah, sorta, but rods and cones and whatnot. Co- cones and rods, even. Yeah. Uh, 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 sticks and stones. That doesn't and make sense. Stones and sticks. <laughs> Who really knows at this point? I've confused yeah. myself to the p- point beyond caring. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe they are red, green, color. I don't know. They just didn't know it. Like it'd be weird, like uh, to all of a sudden discover that to find out all of a sudden you're colorblind. Yeah, like I've been wrong for so long. Yeah, I thought I was for a little bit mm. at one point but a little bit being literally five seconds because it's one of those it was one of those tests where it's this it's the circle with all the dots in it right and you're supposed to see a number in it mm. and depending on what number you see uh that's supposed to tell you if you're colorblind or not mm. um i don't remember what the number was but the number that i saw wasn't either of the numbers that it was supposed to be <laughs> so i thought like either i had like super awesome color vision where i could see more colors than anyone else or i just have like a new version of color blindness that makes me see numbers that aren't supposed to exist um turns out i just had the picture orientated wrong <laughs> was it a six and a nine I'm not at liberty to say. 
I can't believe there aren't more tests with like those numbers yeah. in them. Like, uh, if you want uh, further proof of how like uh, uh, nerds secretly rule the world, um, <laughs> it's not that much of a secret anymore. No, but I like giving the examples. Um, Kirsty's uh, mom is a nurse, and I forget the name of this system, but they have uh, communicators, like sort of from Star Trek, that you uh, walk around with in the hospital, and you can talk to. You can call people in other departments of the hospital, and it hangs around your neck, and you can call people directly if you know their number. So it's a walkie-talkie. Kind of, yeah, but it has a database that it connects to, and you can okay. find people's names and get oh, directly okay. to them. And uh, you can uh, uh, you can tell it to So wait, you can you link up. up between two different um, units and actually give you the path towards that other unit? I don't know. I don't think that would be it a convenient did... way of finding somebody at work. Yeah. Where's this person? At? I don't know. Let me pull him up. It wasn't. It didn't have like a touch screen or anything. It was just like in a little LCD uh-huh. thing, so it wouldn't have been able to draw a map. But maybe it could like beep when you get close to the other person, <laughs> or just tell you just where they are and you faster walk there. Beeps. Beep. Yeah. Beep. And then beep, everybody beep, thinks you have beep, a bomb, beep, and then beep, 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 beep. explain that to security. That's a fun day. I'm but, just staying close with my children. <laughs> but you could tell the you could tell the little uh, communicator to beam you up, and they didn't. You would get sued if you put the actual Star Trek noise in. So they made the people that designed it made their own little eight bit sound effect <laughs> of the Star Trek beam up sound, and then you have a, a beam me down noise. But it, in, instead, you like. It's supposed to sound like you're dying, I guess. Okay. And at the very end, there's some guy going, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. So it's basically the hospital staff saying, you're all a bunch of red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Gosh, I hope that's not what the <laughs> programmers were trying to convey. But but then they, like, uh, they couldn't get rid of those features because they were actually part of the core system. That's pretty great. Yeah. That sounds, that, that sounds like something that you need to promise to do for like future projects is leave little little easter, easter eggs. eggs all over the place i would love to do that if you can like there's some fun easter eggs in uh, not just like video games and things but just extraneous pieces of software right that are lying around like there's a way to actually cheat in minesweeper yeah it's i've heard about it but... it's it's really convoluted and strange and only works in windows xp okay but it's still really awesome and it seems it'll seem like a magic trick to <laughs> anybody that you do it around yeah because the way it works is um i've uh you enter some sort of keyboard combination i don't remember what it is and it's a cheat code it, there is a cheat code okay it's really <laughs> awesome and uh there and once you do that there will be a pixel one pixel in the top left corner of the screen that will turn white and when you move your mouse over a square on the Minesweeper board that has a mine underneath it, it'll turn black. Hmm. And you can use that to just scan the entire grid and figure out where all the bombs are. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I don't, and it'd be so hard to credit the person who put that Easter egg in there because yeah. it was made by Microsoft. Right. Like that, they'll just, that'll live on forever and nobody will ever know who did it. Because they want to keep their job. I guess so, no. yeah, but would you really get fired? <laughs> no, I don't for... think, I wouldn't expect that you would, but. Not unless your Easter egg was like, uh, you put a keyboard shortcut into the solitaire game and then all the cards just fall down into the shape of a cock and balls. <laughs> Like, 
that could get you fired and would probably be way more noticeable in the framework of the game. Probably, yeah. But, I mean, that'd be a pretty sweet Easter egg. <laughs> not saying I'd ever work for Microsoft no, to make that possible, not. but it's, it's not my bag. Sorry. I mean, in your line of work that you imagine you could go to, what, what, what Easter eggs would even be possible for you to even put know. into the design of an airplane? Because there's not much, there's not much room for error. And you'd have to... No, not really. And I don't know if you could, like, maybe hide something in the system. Hide some sort of quote from an airplane. A, yeah, an airplane quote. Like, yeah. maybe uh, uh, maybe somewhere in your schematics is, like, the red zone is for loading and unloading only. <laughs> the, nothing happens in the white zone or yeah. wh- whatever the hell it is. I don't know. That'd be a pretty easy one. Yeah. Like, airplane, you can just twist any which way and you'd be able to make... Whatever sort of reference you uh, want, I imagine. Yeah, just put some sort of little joke in something. Yeah, would it be all? There's got to be other. Movies. No, I'm just thinking that you would could be do the, Air Force One jokes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. The, if it was like a cargo plane, to be get off my plane section, the cargo door. <laughs> <laughs> would they let you do that? I would put it in just to see their reaction. I'd have a, a real one if they freaked out at it. I'd be like, yeah. okay, it was a, just a joke. Here you go. Oh man, I mean, I don't know. That'd be great to do on like April Fool's Day. Have every thing be titled yes. in something that's a movie reference or a joke you just have a joke plane like you design an entire plane that's just references to national tragedies <laughs> you can only reference 9-11 so many times when yeah. designing an airplane i'm sure that's actually going to be a really sensitive topic yeah, probably not a good idea with that one <laughs> oops go ahead and like us on facebook facebook.com slash tgf radio we're also tgf radio on twitter email us things because you're not and we want you to at tgf radio show at gmail.com all the old episodes and subscribable links for iTunes and RSS are at tjfradio.com. Uh, anything you want to say before we shut this down? We have our once per episode reminder that Hoverboard's are coming in September. We yep. are getting to the end of July. Come on, hurry up. August is coming it's, right it's, around the it's corner. It's so close. And secondarily, sorry, NSA, please don't put us on more lists for that last 9-11 comment. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for fun. Okay. okay? You, they have way more... That's true. We're that probably on enough of their lists. Yeah, that's true. Um, next week, I will be 21, but I will not be in town. So we're going to hold off on the 21st show until, uh, what day would that be in August? What, like the 6th or something? Something like that. Not, whatever the first week in August is, I don't want to look at a calendar. Uh, all right, we'll be back eventually. Party on, everybody. Hey, yeah.